hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. looking online do you think i would look good in a denim vest i de- no i don't think any what <laughs> no immediate veto where did this what do come you mean from immediate what do you mean you were looking online were you doing like a, you took a you took a little photoshop and were like just drag no. it over onto your naked body and be like oh yeah loving this no, look i am my fashion right now is kind of 90s grunge nerd i don't know how to like i, yeah, I think i also described like, it as like wizard skeletons <laughs> i have a lot of shirts with wizards on them the, now the, the, i'm wearing a hat with a rat on it i mean right if you now. really want to lean into that you could go denim denim jacket but i feel like denim jacket is completing the denim. triforce of this look and then people will know immediately what about denim vest though yeah denim vest is what i meant to say it's it's Cut completing sh- the, it's <laughs> absolutely completing the triforce uh of this look and i'm i can't tell you how to dress but i i would say steer clear maybe theo you can i know i know i know that that fashion is cyclical and like baggy clothes are coming back in and that's hard for me because i think that clothes that fit just generally look better <laughs> apparently yeah. that's a bad notion now um but we are why, getting to that age is... we are getting to that age where like we have our fashion sense and then we have our wardrobe and we just have that for the rest of our lives and if i get stuck in this period of like uh-oh my clothes fit i guess that's how i'm gonna dress for the rest of my life like i've thought about that sometimes yeah of like I, I think old people i don't know if old people just kind of had an arrow that they were used to yeah and, that's and then they why stick with it they, my that's... grandma had a perm until the day she died yeah she found she, her, her look and she, she stuck with it she had the most compact fro that yeah. you could have no one um, goes and... at age like 45 and decides you know what i'm gonna just like drastically change up my uh, my haircut no one does that no. you you can change up your fashion a bit but can i we all decided a while back that 90s and 2000s fashion was bad right and now people are going wait a minute it's so bad yeah it's, it's so good. bad it's so bad it's good right i'm gonna say this the middle part is coming back middle parts i don't think look good no on the majority of people there are certain people that i'm like okay you can pull it off majority of people no i can't do it because yeah. it would be like hello Here's my scalp. <laughs> this is my. I'm parting the red sea of my. I'm giving you a hair direct look into my, my dandruff. Would you like a little yes. slice? There's a reason why I like <laughs> take my my part to one side. Is yes. is it? It works. It works, and it it it, it, it works. It just works. yeah. <laughs> it's the fashion style that would work for me. I guess people can do whatever they want here in Segment City. Welcome to Segment City, everybody. My name is Will Kane, and I'm the uh, fashion king. 
He's the fashion My king. rat hat over here. <laughs> you, you can't say any different. He, he claimed it for himself. I'm Theo Sapakos. Mm-hmm. I'm just the fashion jester. I'm juggling and telling <laughs> bad jokes about bell-bottom jeans. Oh, what an ocean. The jester hat is kind of a middle part, if you think about it. If it's so bad, it's good. Then why not just cut to the chase and get a jester hat, you know, with the bells mm. on it? Mm. Well, I think a lot of people are dumpster diving to get those jinko jeans the ve- the baggiest jeans of all but we here on this podcast are dumpster diving our way through the internet we go we to sure websites and we are. find the ooh little juicy nuggets that you wouldn't expect ooh we go to sites such as amazon wikipedia and we find those juicy mor- morsels this is by the way going to be of a slightly more conspiracy heavy episode than we normally do it is this this is a very like hot. <laughs> We're coming back. We're into... getting into it. You know what? We might as well just get right into conspiracy query, the first which is segment. my here we go first segment. Now, Theo, I I am a student of conspiracy. I do not believe in a lot of conspiracies. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot for to me to, to get, get you over the hump to get into like, oh, hey, maybe there's something here. Yes. I'm going to, normally, a conspiracy query is I present Theo with multiple conspiracy theories within the same, uh, like, group, I suppose, in a similar vein. And he has to guess which one I made up of those. Mm. This The subject of this conspiracy query has so many theories attached to it that I decided to take a different tact. <laughs> okay. This is this is conspiracy query JFK edition. Holy moly. We're getting right the JFK down into assassination. It. <laughs> it is literally called the mother of all conspiracy theories. It has I I can actually pull up some stats. I I did a, a decent amount of research for this. All right, all right. I'm here for um, the stats. How many books do you think have been written about Oh God! There's JSP there's there's a stat for that. It's got to be so high. It's got to be in the thousands, right? Yes. Right. Uh, the estimated between one thousand and two thousand. It's insane. Books. That's not- <laughs> and ninety five percent of those books are pro conspiracy and anti Warren Commission, which is the official commission that uh, the U.S. government came up with to investigate JFK's assassination. Wow. At one time or another. Doubters of the lone gunman theory have, quote, have accused 42 groups, 82 assassins, and 214 people of having been involved in the assassination, said author Vincent Bugliosi. That is an insane number. wide array. Holy shit. 42 groups. So my tact for this is I'm going to go through, I can't go through all, all conspiracies for this, but I decided to go through the big ones. And the fun ones. All right. And one of these is one that I personally believe. Ooh. I think it's the closest to the truth. Interesting. Um, okay. And so you have to guess which one I think is the closest to the truth. Okay. Hopefully I agree with you. Hopefully it's not like, hopefully. I believe dinosaurs shot a laser beam. <laughs> <laughs> I did leave out. There's one for like the Illuminati. Uh-huh. There's one for aliens. Uh-huh. There- <laughs> you left those out? I want to hear them. I... Uh, th- th- it's like it's the, just alien. It's like, like they the were just like aliens killed them. Yeah, okay. 
It's some of them are even the the ones that I thought were funny are like bare bones. They're right. literally just like a person that showed up in the Zabruder film that people were like, "Who's that? What are they doing? Who's that Why guy? are they near the grass, grassy knoll?" So, for people who don't know what the JFK assassination is, which I don't know how you wouldn't know, um, it's a cultural President touch John point. F. Kennedy. Everybody knows. Yes, was. Uh, assassinated he was sniped while he was driving in a motorcade in dallas texas he was assassinated on november 22nd 1963 um the warren commission which is the official government stance on this is that lee harvey oswald was the lone gunman Mm -hmm. he was in a book repository that he worked at he shot three times um and they do leave in the warren commission they're like other people could be involved there could be a conspiracy but mm-hmm. we're just kind of going with the lone gunman theory. Okay. Um, which does a lot of the evidence make sense. There is, they found evidence like I don't Lee Harvey Oswald. I think in a lot of conspiracies, he's usually in it, but there are some people saying that he didn't do it, that he was a patsy. Hmm. I I'm going to g- just come out and <laughs> say, I, I don't believe those. Okay. Or people say that he was mind-controlled or something. And I think those are also ridiculous. Mind-controlled by aliens. mind control. Okay, maybe that's one. Now, I would ask you, what do you think is the number one agency or group of people or whatever that... CIA uh, took him out. CIA is number one, I think. I tried to look up, like, percentages of what people believe... Because I did find things for, like, in a 2003 Gallup poll reported that 75% of Americans do not believe that Lee Harvey Oswald had acted alone. Um, in the same so year. Weird. Wait, what year was that? What year was that, that Gallup poll? 2003. That's so far. Um, that's 40 years later. Holy shit. People would. Yeah. Oh, okay. In 2009, 76% of people say that the president had been killed as a result of a conspiracy. Um, in 2013. Uh, it went down a little bit to 61%, but people are still going strong. People, yeah. people do not believe the official story. And that is, uh, for a lot of reasons, <laughs> the, th- this is a deep dive and I'm not going to go as deep. This All is right. going to be a kind of shallow dive in terms of JFK <laughs> conspiracy. Okay. There are so many fucking books. I am not going to go into all of them. <laughs> you didn't there's read so much all ev- like, 1,000 to 2,000 books that are out there, Will, for this one segment? There's, there's a bunch of uh, like little pieces of evidence I'm not going to get into. I'm not going to get into like why they went to a weird military hospital instead of doing the autopsy at a different place, why his casket changed. There's a lot of details that I'm just going to kind of skim over (laughs) because I just don't have time. Um, But there's a bunch of, uh, a lot of circumstantial evidence, I would say, Mm. uh, point to not just multiple people, but also a cover-up by the government. And one of the things is a lot of witnesses have died under strange circumstances. And I only want to bring this up because one of them, I, I read a list and this one made me uh, laugh. So I <laughs> decided okay. to include it. Um, Jim, Jim Coth, uh, who died September 21st, 1964, uh, was one of two reporters who, thanks to Coth being acquainted with lawyers who had worked for Jack Ruby, who I will get back to, um, was allowed in Ruby's apartment the night after Ruby shot Oswald. 
Koth was killed with a, quote, karate chop on the neck. Holy in what? His own apartment by an intruder <laughs> or intruders. What? Yeah. An intruder came in and chopped him so hard he died? Karate chopped this man to death in the neck. Did Bruce Lee break into his apartment? What the fuck? <laughs> it just made me. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That That's, that's insane. In, that's buck that's wild. karate chopped oh him to God. death. Oh, my God. Okay, so um, you if you don't know anything about JFK, you don't know who Jack Ruby is. I'm going to give cliff notes. Lee Ar- Harvey Oswald shoots from the book depository, runs away. Um, he, like, comes back, I think, shoots a cop who recognizes him. Um, and people know for a fact that he killed that cop. There's many witnesses. It's very, like, he killed somebody. Like, mm-hmm. even people who, who don't think he killed jfk or like you you can't really argue with the fact that he killed this cop um and so he was arrested and then when he was being brought from uh he was going to be put into a jail i think and he was being uh put through like an underground kind of parking lot area where a bunch of reporters were and this guy jack ruby who is just like a nightclub owner in dallas came up and he said hey oswald and then he shot <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald multiple times what? and he died. Okay. What? Yeah, did you not know that? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> so Lee Harvey Oswald dead. Like wow. And and I think that is a a key part of why there's a lot of conspiracy theories because I think the American public there was going to be a trial and I think the American public kind of understands trials. I think trials well, I mean, are there's evidence that comes out and yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, it's a and, chance and to tell a story, a right? Of, yeah. Of, of like guilty, not guilty, blah, 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 blah. Um, but they were robbed of that chance. So they had to be like, the government was like, we got to investigate it, I guess. Let's throw together a Warren Commission, which is just a bunch of uh, senators and stuff. And there's a lot of problems with the Warren Commission, which we will get into. But let's get into the major people, the major suspects of who killed JFK, because pe- a lot of people think it's, Usually not just one of these, by the way, multiple. Hmm. It is it is almost more weird within the realm of the JFK conspiracy world to think it was only one of these groups. And if you think it's just <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald, you are like a pariah. Like it's so why it's like spirals. He's like, whoa, we got a real like, crazy over here. He thinks just Lee, Alvi- Lee Harvey Oswald they, did it. They think it's like they think that there's guns in like every single shrub. Like for all of these conspiracy <laughs> theories to like any way be possible plausible there is like groups of cia soviet <laughs> union members like you see Cuban that bookshelf that's a gun you see that glass of water that's a gun ready to kill him <laughs> but like you said number one the cia mm. now the question is why do people think of the cia is uh other than being just shady as fuck mm-hmm. um in the 60s the cia is i think what we think of the cia now um, right. They had they had a ton of power and they were pushing it. Unlimited they were power, doing no a, oversight, very little facility. They were like knocking over regi- regimes, like yeah, doing right. a bunch of stuff. They started they they really wanted like a proxy war with the Soviet Union. That was their like one of their main goals. For some reason, they were just very fixated on that, and so they wanted to do the Bay of Pigs invasion, which is invasion of Cuba. Which I didn't know what the Bay of Pigs invasion was for a very long time. Mm. I legitimately thought it was in Vietnam. But no, it is basically the U.S. trained a bunch of Cuban exiles 
and was sent them on an invasion to Cuba. Um, and they were like, okay, JFK, you going to give us air support and like support on this. And JFK was like, no, I'm going to give you the minimum. And they were pissed because that made the invasion fail. Okay. Um, so that is a reason why. Also, because they were going so fucking crazy, there's rumors that JFK was like talking about disbanding the CIA. Um, so that's like a, also another big thing <laughs> of why people would think that the CIA did it is he was like, I'm going to get rid of you. And they're like, not if we get rid of you first. Hmm. So people say that there's probably like an uh, agent for them on the grassy knoll or they mind controlled Lee Harvey Oswald. There's a bunch of reasons why. Uh, or like different w- methods that people, because if you think of of what people usually think of, it's uh, motive, means, and um, opportunity. Okay. Um, me motive. They had a lot of motive, and that's the problem with a lot of these things. A lot of people had reason to kill JFK. You could explain it a lot of different ways, right? So motive is almost like it's non like it's. <laughs> You could get rid of some people based on motive, but it's like means and opportunity. People are just like a sniper from Grassy Knoll. I don't know. So you have the CIA, um, which also comes into the Warren Commission, which happened later because most of the senators who were on the Warren Commission uh, didn't do shit. (laughs) They just did. uh, They got like interns to to investigate it, basically. And they did oh, not right. investigate yeah. like fully because the, there, there's also a timeline, which we'll get into in a little bit. But one of the main people who did a- arrive to like all the meetings was the head of the CIA. And that's not a good look because well, it, is, and it, it is and it isn't right. Like, I guess it should be the FBI technically. Right. But yeah, a government inter- agency taking taking interest in its president's assassination isn't necessarily overtly a bad thing. You know? No, but it is. It is. I will give a a corollary that I thought of based on a different unsolved mystery, um, where there is a mystery of the solder children, which is basically this uh, Italian guy. His house burnt down, um, and a bunch of his children were thought to be caught in the fire. Except there's a bunch of like weird stuff that went around it, so they thought the kids were maybe kidnapped instead. Um, like it was a whole scheme to like burn down their house and that just to kidnap these kids. And one of the <laughs> main pieces of evidence is that a like life insurance guy came in and was like somebody's gonna burn down your house and your children are gonna go missing oh god and then it's like literally laying out what happened oh my god yeah bad luck and bad then, luck buddy and then that guy was on the the jury for like the inquiry that man who made the threats was on, so that's that's <laughs> what it feels like to me that's what people view it as like the the person who was like a prime suspect is on the jury for some reason. So that's the CIA. Uh, Soviet Union, very clear motive. Yep. Uh, Oswald was a outspoken communist and lived in the USSR for uh, a portion of time. Like he, he defected um, and was very outspoken about it. He like walked into the US embassy and was like, I'm giving up my citizenship. And stuff like that. And then he eventually came back to the U.S. So he had to be like, never mind. I, <laughs> I was just I like being dramatic. Um, and he had a wife, like a Russian wife. Um, this is a conspiracy theory. I, it, it is dubious because people think it's a double bluff because <laughs> it's like, would you really have a guy who lived in the Soviet Russia 
Um, do yeah, it's your almost, assassination it's almost for you? too too obvious. A little too it's obvious. It's too obvious. Yeah. Um, so that was yeah. That might give you a hint of how I feel about it. LBJ, mm-hmm. who became pre- who was JFK's vice president. Okay. People he, think he's uh, power hungry. Power grab. People here? think that he was. And they have a decent reason for doing that. They didn't, JFK and him did not have a good relationship. Um, the reason that JFK was even in Dallas is because LBJ hadn't secured it, even though that was his state. Right. Um, so he was like, I got to fucking go and fucking go to, da- like, you're on thin ice, mister. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, LBJ was a little too ecstatic when JFK died. He was not sad at all. And huh. like he got sworn in on Air Force One, he's like, "Fucking get me in, baby!" Like he was like ready to take off Air Force One without JFK's body, hmm. and and uh, JFK's wife was like, "No, <laughs> we are not leaving without this." Right. Um. So he was like a he he tried to also push the Warren Commission through, like he he actually started putting like they pushed up the deadline even though they didn't have a lot of time to do it at all so and he was like all right get it done early because from his perspective he's like why are people all sad about him i'm the cool president now aren't people excited about all my cool president stuff i better clear the air on this so he Hmm. just like wanted to push it out of the way so he could go and do his own stuff um the other piece of (laughs) evidence that people usually uh put in and this is a quote from uh an article i forget which one uh it quotes a guy named dave perry who is in his own words like the most boring conspiracy theorist in the world um because what does that even mean (laughs) he's he's in massachusetts controversial opinions but you know not too controversial he's the kind of guy that doesn't like just throw shit out he like goes to records and like actually look shit up. He is the 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 nerd of a nerd. Like I don't know how to because the conspiracy theorists are nerds, and he's like ultra nerd. Where instead of just like let's throw cool stories around, he's like let me actually sit down at the records and see if this is true. Um, it's a a the LBG theory. It's based primarily on statements by made by Madeline Brown. Uh, who Dave Perry described as, quote, a crackpot. <laughs> Dave Perry, <laughs> known, known librarian, calling you a crackpot. Brown, who died in 2002, claimed to have had an affair with Johnson. She also claimed that LBJ had attended a party with ex-Vice President Richard Nixon, FBI Director J. Edward Hoover, and others the night before the attack. Uh, according to Perry, Brown said LBJ whispered into her ear, after tomorrow, those Kennedys will never embarrass me again. That's no threat. That's a promise. That's absolutely not true, said Perry, who had done his research for LBJ <laughs> couldn't have been at the alleged party that night, debunking Brown's story. All so, right. Chuck that one so up. So it's based, based on the story that he immediately goes, that's bullshit. So, so that's, I mean, he has motive. He has motive and he, to become president. Cuban exiles. Okay. So this goes with the Bay of Pigs invasion. Right, they basically okay. got a bunch of uh, the CIA. The betrayal, trading, the betrayal angle. Yeah. They, they've been trading these Cuban exiles to fight. And then after the Bay of Pigs invasion stopped, they're just like, all right, 
you could just sit here now. Like they, they had nothing to do. So they were pissed at uh, JFK. And there's also anecdotal reports from witnesses saying that they picked up Cuban hitchhikers going to Dallas that were like very on the nose talking about how they're going to take care of the president or something like that. All right. So there's that one. Circumstantial at best. Circumstantial. Uh, the mafia. Okay. Uh, m- multiple mafia like groups, I suppose. The Chicago mafia, the Miami mafia, and like a few others claimed responsibility for the assassination. Um, Why? Jack, Ru- Jack Ruby, <laughs> who killed uh, Oswald, was also said to have ties to the mob. But those ties are a little bit strenuous because if you look into Jack Ruby, he just kind of seems like he's very low level. He's sleazy, like he's not but he's not high the... enough level to be doing anything nefarious at that yeah, high level. And he's also yeah. like, he's kind of a, a loose cannon. Right. Because he, I think he decided to kill Oswald like almost on a whim hmm. out of like patriotism and like liking JFK. Um, so the, another reason why is uh, Robert Kennedy, which is JFK's brother, was the attorney general and he was going hard against the mob. So, another reason. Another reason? The Secret Service. That would be Buck Wild. The Secret Service, uh, they're in, I think, one of the photos or one of the films there. People say that you could see a Secret Service member in a car behind JFK's car uh, with an AR, like, standing up in the car. Um, And people think that he fell back, gun went off. He accidentally shot JFK with the lethal shot. Um, they, the evidence, yeah, hmm? I, it seems like you could probably pretty easily dispute or 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 agree with that evidence based on like bullet entry wound, right? Yes, that. So they, the, this is mostly from a ballistics expert um, who said the trajectory would make sense from the car. Interesting. Um, and also the fact that ARs of the same type were immediately taken out of service. After the JFK assassination. Interesting. Um, And it makes sense for a cover up that you would cover up that your own like protection of the president killed the president is bad. That's bad optics. So they would want to maybe wrap that up. Um, So there's that. The military industrial complex. Mm hmm. Okay. JFK wanted out of Vietnam. Yep. Right. That's it. Right. The three that's tramps. A, that's just a motive. That's just that's all <laughs> yeah. that is. That's just a motive. There's a yeah. Um the, now we're getting into the fun ones. We're getting into capital letter like f- like I don't know how to fun names. There's a lot of fun names. In the, <laughs> people have come up with fun names for these okay. for these characters. The headlines are are good. So the first one is the three tramps. Uh, there are three mysterious tramps, which I love. the The word "tramps" does like it's so specific. Mm-hmm. You think it's because it's not a. It's similar to a hobo, but not really. It's it's such a specific <laughs> three tramps. Um, they were arrested in the area, and they were seen being picked up by a mysterious vehicle. That's kind of like there's there's a little bit more to it, but that's basically it. Okay, that I could. Um. I think you might like this one. The Umbrella Man. The Umbrella Man. Doo, doo, the doo, Umbrella doo, doo. Man. 
A man can be seen with a black umbrella on a day with clear skies uh, in the Zabruder film, which is the very famous JFK assassinate. You can like it's a video that somebody took of the assassination that people use to like comb through frame by frame. Uh, And you can see that he has an umbrella and it's sunny out. It's not raining. Um, And they think it could be a weapon. Like a secret umbrella gun. Really? Is that more likely than just a guy not wanting to get sunburnt? I don't know. That's how I feel about that, that one. Um, or it could be a signal. Or it could be a signal. For somebody. Sure. Um, unfortunately, the umbrella man, whose name is Louis Stephen Witt, for what we know, because he came forward, uh, said it was a protest at the appeasement policy of Joseph P. Kennedy, who was JFK's father, when he was ambassador to the court of St. James and is a reference to British prime minister, Neville Chamberlain's umbrella and appeasement of Hitler and the Nazis. Wow. All right. That is multiple levels of like, that's deep. Yeah. That's <laughs> a protest. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't think anybody's going to get that, that level of protest. It's so specific that it it is on that border of like, is it so specific that they made it up or is it so specific that they didn't make it up? Who knows? Uh, the black dog man. Now this is a, a man black with a dog black man? dog, not a black man with a dog. The black uh, dog man <laughs> could go either way. It could, but yeah. Also, that the phrase it covers is bad, so I had to explain. You There's sir, a man with chocolate lab man, very <laughs> suspicious. What if the dog was the gun? Like <laughs> everything's <laughs> a gun. You get a gun. Opens up its mouth and a, a barrel comes out. <laughs> oh my god! Dog is killed. JFK. Uh, there's a man with a black dog near the grassy knoll, and people said that he was in the bushes. But if you look at the the like film, he's in front of the bushes. Also, he was probably just the groundskeeper named Emmett Hudson, who has a black dog. Black dog cons- <laughs> conspiracy. The- he's a god. Conspiracy. And then the babushka lady. Oh, the babushka lady. Always suspicious. There's a babushka lady, and she's holding a camera um, by eyewitnesses and seen in film accounts of the assassination. Uh, she was seen, obs- observed standing on the grass between Elm and Main Streets, standing amongst <laughs> onlookers in front of Dallas Court Building, and is visible in the Zubrida film. This is just ridiculous, um, because it's like, it's like looking at a picture of Where's Waldo, and like assigning a motive to each and every one of the people that are standing there. Like, yeah, plausibly, literally anything could have happened. Welcome to JFK, like, conspiracy. Literally every... The fact that... And if you look at the... Like, I saw a picture of the Black Dog Man. This is a 1960s camera. It is a a blob. It is just... You can barely tell it's a person. There's another guy called the Badge Man where people think he was a like uh, somebody dressed up as a police officer because you can kind of see a badge on his blob body. Like, that's there's it's so ridiculous. many characters that people... The babushka lady is interesting, though, because she says that she filmed the assassination, and then two men who said that they were CIA came and took it. Interesting. And then nobody's ever seen it ever again. Interesting. So you don't know who did it. But that brings us to the end of, of the major people that I thought were fun or interesting major groups yeah what do you think i think i think the ones that sounded the most plausible to me are cia seems seems like it's up there uh i could see i could see the secret service like the 
them wanting to cover the blunder of like, oh God, we killed the president. Uh, that's a that's not good. Um, I could see that. I could also see the mob, although you didn't have enough details on that to really make it a plausible. It to make it a plausible I mean, solution. They didn't have like, a lot of. Yeah, so I don't really think that. Just like we did it. Yeah, other than a motive, I don't think there's a lot. To me, it seems like there's the most backing evidence for the CIA mm. of all of them. So I'll go with that. But my second answer would be the Secret Service. Your second answer would be right. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I think the CIA does have a lot of motive. They have a lot of uh, means and opportunity, even though we don't know who, what agent or how they did it. Um, I heard a very interesting thought about this where the CIA kind of wants to be the boogeyman. So they have no reason to dispel the thought that they maybe killed the president and got away with it. Right. Um, even if they didn't, I believe it's the secret service mm. angle because that's the only one that has scientific backing and in from has only gotten evidence. stronger. Yeah. It has only gotten stronger over time. Whereas every other theory has kind of like deflated. Interesting. Um, I, and it's also Occam's razor of like, you know, who, who the person was, it is, was a secret service guy in the car. You can see that there was like, it's not some mystery person in a bush. You can like, see that he indeed had a gun and it was pointed at some direction. Right. Yeah. You, so that it makes like a to B, it makes sense as a blunder. Mm. I don't think it takes so much effort for like, not just one, but according to conspiracy theorists, multiple groups being in Dallas to kill the president. Like the coordination yeah, right. <laughs> or like they all saw the opportunity at the same exact time right. and we're like time to jump on it. I find that a little bit far fetched, but I just kind of want to put a bow on this because this is, this is the biggest, like it's a huge conspiracy. Um, and I think it shows a lot about conspiracy theories that I, I just want to like briefly talk about. Um, most conspiracy theories come from a lack of, lacking information on something or a uh distrusted explanation of events so for the the jfk assassination it has both yeah um because conspiracy theories just kind of fill a vacuum that's left by uh by lack like of information banks yeah. with, with lack of information so people start connecting the dots the there's not a ton of information because from the warren commission because they didn't have a lot of time and then they just went okay, it was the lone gunman and maybe somebody else. So a lot of people don't like the conclusion that they came to. It was not satisfactory. Yep. Um, and it is like weird and suspect that they just were like, okay, we're done. Like it's, we're out of here. Um, so that's, that's part of it is a, part of why it became as big as it is, is because there's so many different like little points and humans are, pathologically pattern finding mm -hmm. I've, I've been finding. And I think that's been affecting a lot of stuff recently where people find, this is why we had like sun gods before is people find evolutionary. It's good to be a pattern finder. Cause then you go, okay, I saw this cougar. It disappeared and I watched it kill a deer. I'm going to like, it went from behind. So I got to keep an eye on my back. That is a pattern. It's good to find patterns, but people's brains go insane with it. <laughs> so they, they we 
see individual pieces of evidence and that people start connecting them because there's so many different points for the JFK assassination. You can come up with whatever conclusion you want and you can find circumstantial evidence to fit it. Right. Um, but it, it won't hold up in a court of law, but so what? It'd be fun for a book. Like that's, <laughs> so that's the <what>? whole. <laughs> so gives a shit. <laughs> I mean, people give a shit, but there's also, you know, especially with the JFK assassination, there goes, there's a idea of the just world fallacy, um, which is the idea that things are proportional and kind of yeah. work like a movie. Right. Um, and the idea that the president of the United States, one of the most important, powerful men in the, the country in the world could be killed by a schmuck because Leah Harvey Oswald was a schmuck. He is a loser. Like <laughs> he is, if you learn anything about him, he is just a loser. Hmm. And just that idea that it's not some grand conspiracy. Like people think you can't just kill the president. There has to be more. Right. Even though the real world, not necessarily. So people tried to find that. People tried. And also another pattern I, matching, right? That's another case of that. Yeah. And the reason why the the secrets are, I feel like everybody talks about all the all the other conspiracy theories, and nobody likes the Secret Service one because one of the worst things about conspiracies to me is that it is not to a certain point about finding the truth; it is about finding a good story. Yeah, it's about finding a fun answer to the question. Yeah, and I think if they if somebody like came out and said no, it was definitely the CIA, like and had evidence, I think there would still be people who are like, mm, I like this theory better. And that's right. the problem with conspiracy. <laughs> but anyway, I just want to bring those like broad points because I think it's it is the granddaddy of it all, and it yeah. shows a lot, and it has affected a lot. In our yeah, world. it sure has affected a lot. Yeah, it's it, it the tales of it are, very... are long, are long uh, into the into the coming like the following decades. This has been a long one. I'm sorry, it wasn't as funny as I. <laughs> that's all right. It's informative. Se- says, it's, it's, it is segment informative. city can be informative. Turns out informative into well, real fake facts. Well, Theo, maybe you can pull us out of this nosedive with your segment. From your granddaddy of all conspiracies to my tiny, out of the Ooh. way, Ooh. no one's noticing this conspiracy. I bring Ooh. to you uh, this, 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 this segment and this topic was brought to uh, my attention by a listener of the show. And uh, he suggested that I did a little, do a little bit of research into this. And so what he, what, what he <laughs> presented to me was he had gone on Amazon and bought a book <laughs> and after, yeah. and after receiving the book realized he had been scammed oh, and he wanted wait, to, what? and he, he then went down this rabbit hole of like, how did I get scammed? How did this happen? And how did Amazon let this happen? So the product in He's- question is it's a book called Anxiety and Communication in Relationship, a step-by-step guide to overcoming bad habits, jealousy, <laughs> depression, and negative thinking. Enhance your communication and manage codependency and couple conflicts. Seems like, you know, a, a fine, fine enough product. Looking at the, the Amazon I... page, the, 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 the cover looks fine. It has 96 mm-hmm. ratings, four and a half stars. Um, mm-hmm. It has... Is it Some, an ebook or is it a physical book? It's a physical book. Physical book. Okay. It and has I would like to <laughs> from one the, other thing before you go on. Yeah. I I adore the irony of 
I'm going to help you with your depression and your bad thoughts by scamming <laughs> by you, scamming you. <laughs> which will so give bad. you depression and bad thoughts. So like, bad. I mean, just looking at this Amazon page, if anybody wants to, like, just find the title of this book. Uh, there's like some nice graphic art and a lot of like text that makes it look very legitimate. Um, so like me looking over this product, if you just handed me this Amazon page, I would not clearly spot it as a scam. As a scam. There's even a pretty good, like pretty well-written description. Um, I'll read you some of it. Okay. It says, are you in a relationship but feel like there's too much negative energy? Here's a helpful mm -hmm. guide for you to overcome this obstacle and enjoy your life as a couple. There are many reasons for a person to develop anxiety, but the outcome is the same. Difficulty and properly, properly living. It is life-changing and can negatively impact every aspect of your life, including your interaction with your partner. This could become an mm -hmm. opening for other problems to occur no matter how much you love him slash her or how seemingly quote-unquote normal things are. Maybe you've encountered some already, like one day you're okay with them talking to a certain friend, then the next day you're upset because of jealousy and self-doubt. If your mental health is compromised mm. and not addressed correctly, then you're going to end up in a position you never wanted to be in, one being with, uh, one being without the person you love. So like, and then the, the description goes on a bit. Really no red, genuinely zero red flags so far. No, like, this, is, this is pretty butts, butts, <laughs> butts and nults. This is butts and nults. This is absolutely butts and nults. <laughs> Nuts and bolts. Uh, um, anxiety. <laughs> Honey, I feel like you might be a little bit angry with me. You might be anxious because you keep farting. Can you talk <laughs> about this? You keep stinking up the room. I, we're having problems. With it's leading to openings for other problems in the relationship, all right? <laughs> <laughs> You're... Your backside openings leading to a lot of openings in the relationship. So I'm going to read you two reviews. Um, okay. Actually, how many re reviews total? Th there are there are 96 reviews on this. 96 are reviews. Are there a lot of? Is, this is a scam. Uh, no, it's got four and a half. It's got 4.7 out of five stars. It's got 84% five stars and 12% four stars. Um, so let me read you some of the a couple of the reviews. So five out of five stars by Sheila. Uh, it says anxiety and communication reviewed on February 20th of this year. So pretty recently verified mm -hmm. purchaser. Anxiety is something I've had. I've been dealing with for a while. So I like reading about it because it helps. It helps me giving me perspective on my life. This book is specifically about anxiety and relationships, something I have been experiencing for a little while, so I found the book to be eye-opening about some of the things it mentions. There are chapters about irrational behaviors, self-wath, and how you manage <laughs> your own thoughts, which were very interesting to read and helpful as well. Also, the book format is very friendly and the reader with the reader because it takes on one big topic, dives into small topics, and then those are divided as well. So it covers a lot of things in one go. One more review. Five out of five stars from Sarah Myers, who is considered one of Amazon's top 1,000 reviewers. Remember that for later. Oh, wow. Okay. Verified purchaser. Everyone enters into a relationship with baggage and some bad habits. We have them. We all have them. And this, book's helps going, this book is going to help us learn how to deal with them and hopefully overcome them. One of the biggest bad habit that, pro that probably the majority of us bring into every new relationship is anxiety. We all have some degree of anxiety as a psychological stress response that can either benefit or harm based on the level of reaction uh yada 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 a wonderful book for absolutely anyone with any form of anxiety five out of five stars so everything I seems <laughs> legit so far yes i would like to posit two jokes real quick yes. 
I love Sheila just being like, I love the format of this yeah. book. Yeah. I like that they took the words and made them left or right. Yeah. Made it very easy to read. Yes. And then they would have lines on top of each other and you go down. Amazing. Yeah. I didn't expect that. They had pictures too. Incredible. Also, the the worst, imagine somebody came up to you. Can you brag about being a top 1,000 Amazon reviewer or are you just sad? <laughs> like that, is that something that you could <laughs> spend like, a lot of times fun? buying things and writing about them? Um, so everything really seems legit. Mm-hmm. So first, first, not even red flag, but yellow flag. I clicked on oh. the, I clicked on the author, took a look at the author. The author has published three books so far. Mm, okay. All within a week of each other. That's, that's not how long books take to make. One is called Anxiety and Relationship, a step-by-step guide to establish a better relationship by overcoming anxiety, jealousy, and bad feelings. Another is called okay. Communication and Relationship, learning about the importance of communication in all types of relationships. And the third is called Anxiety and Communication in Relationships, a step-by-step guide to overcoming bad habits, jealousy, depression, and uh, and negative thinking. Do you notice so you anything sh- there? Are They're, you telling me that the only book that's going to be real is the thesaurus that this author had? <laughs> yeah. So basically they said, here's a book about anxiety. Here's a book about a communication. And here's a book about anxiety and communication. Oh, and by the way, I published them all within a week of each other. So that is that it's a yellow flag because you it's a yellow, it's a I yellow it's, conceive of somebody writing, like, writing these and then putting man. them, putting them all on the internet at the same time. Yeah. Actual first red flag. The author's name is is Violet Marrow, and if you look at the if you look at the cover art for this Fake. book, if you look at this cover art, usually people will put their if they've published something they'll put their name pretty big on it. This mm-hmm. is like tucked Dining? away in the side. It's it's vertically written. The rest of the text is horizontal, so it's vertically written. It's like really okay. out of the way. If you go on Google and happen to search Violet Marrow, there's no trace of this individual. This person does not exist there's no yes because there's no website there's no biography there's no google images for anything so this person nobody outside of strip clubs or porn is named violet violet marrow doesn't exist violet marrow sounds like a a horror movie like porn star i don't know what else to like so marrow is a terrible last there is one one star review on this book and i'm going to read it to you okay titled one out of five this book is hot garbage. <laughs> it's like reviews of our podcast. Oh my god! I wanted to help. I, I wanted help understanding difficulty in my relationship, so I bought this book because the description sounded nice. Right? Here's the mm. positive: the book does genuinely contain some helpful information for understanding relationships, and seems to pull from a variety of sources. Based on all the five star reviews here, it seems like it is helping folks out too, which is good. Here's the negative. The author must not be a native English speaker, which is not a problem in itself, but much of the content is hard to follow because it's written in broken English. The editing of the book is Mm. non-existent. There are weird spaces and new lines everywhere. Spelling errors galore. It makes it very difficult to read. Full of pseudoscience and opinion. There are literally zero references or sources included in the book and lots of weird personal anecdotes added. Uh parentheses see my screenshot about quote do not let yourself look for the sympathy look for sympathy and pity from a woman unquote we're gonna get to that in a second that section came out of nowhere and was a completely (laughs) random segment 
Speaking of the author, who is Violet Marrow? What are her credentials? I tried finding more information about the author, but none exist. No website, no social media, nothing. My personal theory is that the book is written by compiling random bits it learned from reading advice blogs, which explains why the context content is all over the place and so weird. It seems like somebody used a bot to scrap together this book and then cra- cash in on Amazon for a quick buck, taking advantage of people with relationship issues. Violet Marrow, if you are a real person, I am so sorry, but also please create an author website and hire an editor. Um, <laughs> so here is the, the, the this individual attached a screenshot uh, of, of part of the book. And I'm just going to read you the, the piece of the screenshot that they added. Okay. Um, so the first section here is like, weird and doesn't feel like it was written by a real person but not overtly bad so it says chapter one you got anxiety (laughs) oh that bad oh that bad no good go on amazon and buy things that usually helps (laughs) talk to talk to each other as often as possible another important and fundamental rule of healthy communication for couples is to learn to talk to each other as often as possible every day we recommend that you spend 15 to 20 minutes communicating with each other in this case (laughs) Listen carefully and without being distracted to other things, react to what your partner says, gestures, facial expressions, questions, and ask again if some something is misinterpreted. Ask, is discuss the- what matters most to yourself, yourself, your experiences, relationships, and what is going on between you. So let me get this right. Yeah. The advice for communication was just a description of, the, of, of, of communication. The, a this basic... Is, why going don't you the, try talking? Going to the next sec- sentence feels like a complete non sequitur. It says, When lovers discuss their experience, however, things usually quickly devolve into mutual accusations as well as clarifications of who is correct and who is incorrect. This is incorrect. The sooner you talk <laughs> about your concerns, the less complicated it will be. Learn to be brave and fair and honest with one another. Sure, seems okay. like it was poorly s- written, but not overtly bad. The next no, session, but I see the, the next the session. Part. The next session is called "Do Not Complain." <laughs> All right, <laughs> do okay, not babe. do not let yourself look for sympathy and pity from a woman under any new line circumstances, no matter how hard it is. What the fuck? Hey, oh god, I go- hey Theo. I've been feeling it again. I've been looking for the pity of a woman. I can't resist, dude. No matter how much you intend, no matter how much you intended to do this and fall into woman, warm and fall into warm woman's arms and plunge into the ocean of sincere female warmth. Don't do it. (laughs) That's the worst you know I've ever heard. This is one of the best healthy communication skills of men. Learn to make decisions for yourself and when necessary for both of you. Don't look into the woman's eyes and search for an answer. Find the courage to decide on your own. Take responsibility of yourself. Take risks even if not all solutions are optimal. Only in this way a man can maintain his freedom and power in a relationship and let a woman finally be a woman. What the fuck does that even mean? That was like taken off of some incel blog shit. Yes, it it feel I feel like <laughs> people talk about how algorithms kind of drive people to like negative things and incels and extremism. This is that in like super time of yeah. like you should communicate by talking to your partner <laughs> and then you should not listen to the woman. The woman is controlling your thoughts. Don't get into her warm arms. Get into a man's cold arms. <laughs> 
there's only one more sentence in this screenshot that they've attached. It's the new section called teach your partner to communicate. Some European yeah. women find it difficult to communicate with men for some reason, particularly when it comes to emotional <laughs> communication. That's the only sentence we get for that set for that section, but it's buck wild. I just knocked over my, my <laughs> mic because I was laughing too hard. So I decided to take a look into, you know, I read two reviews for you for Sheila and Sarah Meyer. Sarah Meyer's being the top 1000 reviewer. And are you going to say that Sheila is fake? It's it's buck wild, though, because it's like that? Sheila has a number. Like if you look at Sheila just on Amazon, like she has a profile picture and like a regular name. And I'm like, OK, she seems like a normal person. But turns out Sheila is definitely not real. And so and neither oh, yeah. neither is Sarah Myers, one of the top 1000 reviewers on Amazon. One of you Amazon's top 1000 reviewers is a bot. Easily. Of course it's a bot. Cuz uh, she okay, if Sheila actually exists, then <laughs> So let me just life. Here's some of the things the patterns that you immediately so pa- looking at Sheila, she's reviewed like like a hundred books they're all different books they're not just products they're all books and Mm -hmm. they're all like clearly the exact same shit so here are some of the (laughs) some of the products she's reviewed for all five out of five stars coin collecting for beginners the easily and ultimate guide for newbies to start your own coin collection from scratch as a fun hobby to share with your family and friends or as a profitable business what the fuck even title is that how to start collecting coins stop getting rid of coins (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna. This is. I'm not gonna victim blame, but I'm gonna victim blame a little bit. If you're looking up a book of how to collect coins, you might. You might be. You should be scammed. Here's a review. Extent. Here's a review. This book is for people who are interested in coin collecting, either just for fun or because it, or because to do it as the, an investment. This book. The book okay. goes deep in coin collecting history and gives you a glossary of terms you will bead to familiar size. Familiarize yourself with star collecting coins and then talks about U.S. clones. <laughs> where to get them. Clons? Where to get them and how to protect them among other topics. I found it mm. interesting because this book was given to me by one of my friends and I had got it for me and had got it for me because it's something I do without even trying to. Every time I travel, it's what I bring home with me. A coin or a bill. I don't even... What it doesn't sound like yeah, a human that's what being? You do with money. You're that's saving what... money. I don't know. <laughs> so other other I... books, other books that she's reviewed: quantum physics for beginners. Learn how everything works <laughs> through examples and without and without frying your brain. A practical guide, even if you're not educated in physics. Plus ten examples in everyday life. Another one: Python programming for beginners. A crash course with hands-on projects to learn Python coding. I think yeah, this is real. This was very good because the first sentence of her review is Python language is one of many programming languages with the first letter being an N with an N Y over it, like a Spanish <laughs> N. Languages. Languages. <laughs> that are very, but it is complicated and difficult sometimes to understand. It's mm. it's like these bots throw in typos on purpose just try to sound more human they're like oh people mess up and they have typos sometimes but I like can, can no one that. throws in a rogue enye like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's time for my pinata and my language course <laughs> <laughs> um here are some that uh sarah myers has reviewed metaverse the visionary guide for beginners to discover and invest in virtual lands blockchain gaming digital art of nfts and the fascinating technologies of vr ar and ai 
Oh, that's one hundred percent. What the fuck? Hey, metaverse. Metaverse isn't out yet. You can't make a book about you it. You can't yet. do. You can't. You can't have done a book because it doesn't exist yet. It doesn't exist. Her first line like of her review: The metaverse was actually first coined in Neil Stevenson's nineteen ninety two cyberpunk dystopia Snow Crash. Yeah, that's that's what a real human Thanks, would write in a, in a review. Yeah. Uh, another one. Okay. I see diet cookbook for beginners. One hundred plus healthy and flavorful recipes. So you can see that these like sort of cover the gambit of like literally anything that someone could write a this thing for dummies book about is being pumped out. And and all of these reviews were left by the profiles respectively within one or two days of one another and then stopped. So clearly bots. Yeah. But they're all like there are when you start looking at the reviews, you start to see like duplicates of the bots. And so there are there's there must be a group of like fifty mm. bots that has like a subset of about a hundred products and they just all go around and all comment on the things and it makes the profiles seem legit and it makes the products seem more legit. Do you, are they different though? Or are they all like this is a ten out of no? 10 they are. Product. They're all. I love it. They're all different, and they're all written, written convincing, convincingly enough that when taken as a whole, they kind of look real. The mm. only reason that my friend realized that this was not real, obviously, because he got the product, and he was like, "What the fuck is this? And how does it have such good Amazon reviews?" Um, I I wonder how much it is to buy an Amazon bot to like review. Yeah, I don't think it's that expensive. It couldn't be that expensive, right? Um, so you can see pretty quickly, like the distribution, um, of reviews, like they all have between four and five stars aggregate. They are, they are pretty much all exactly on a 90, 10 split between five stars and four stars. Like mm -hmm. the bots have been set up to like hit this exact metric for what this product should be rated as. Um, mm -hmm. and you start to see like the profiles of the bots are kind of archetypy. Like there's woman who spends time cooking and crocheting and men who is into like men man who is into grilling and fitness like they have like kind of distinct personalities that's interesting to me though because the if you look at like twitter bots or other like the, every single website probably has bots at this point instagram bots that are yeah. just like boosting up your you buy them and they say john smith 29724 like that's right. the the profile but having like an archetype and having yeah. different it's, like, it's, things. It's like a level deeper. Do you think it, it's written, though? Do you think that they maybe pay somebody like well, per word? Some Sometimes just, like, they have bum, like bum, bum. they have like photos and the photos attached are definitely of like someone who has taken a photo of this thing printed out and is like showing the book. And I mm -hmm. and the fact that they're all posted within like a day or two of each other makes me think that someone is actually going and set up these like it's kind of probably easier to pay someone really cheaply than to develop a bot oh, to to make something yeah, see because it seems real enough and all of the reviews are different so like yes they're not just they're not quite as algorithmic as i would expect that comes out of a bot but they're clearly not real people i mean and it's not like i mean the twitter and instagram bots you don't need engagement you just need you look great today, Janet. Like you right. don't, <laughs> you and then like a, a heart or whatever. Right. With this, you you need like, you need an ounce like, of creativity, like an, just just the smallest drop. You need like fewer people because on tw right. Twitter bots you get like right one hundred for twenty dollars <laughs> or whatever. Like anyone could get Twitter bots, but yeah, this is a, so, a little bit more artisan. 
So here's, so, so every once in a while, I look through a bunch of these different books and most of them seem like they're just populated in the reviews by people, by just these bots. But every mm -hmm. once in a while, you'll come across someone who has been a real scammed. <laughs> like a real person who has been scammed and like came back to Amazon and was like, hey, what the fuck? Like, this is not a good product. Um, so I want to read you some of those. Um, okay. So this is from... The product Renal Diet Cookbook for Beginners, The Complete Guide to a Renal Diet with 600 Fantastic Low-Sodium and Low-Potassium Recipes plus a 30-day... I think renal just means like low-sodium, low low-potassium. Okay. Uh, so the re review says one out of five stars, not well edited. Verified purchase. I should never have purchased <laughs> this cookbook when I only found the front and back covers of the book were in the description. The info in the beginning of the book was helpful. But there was really nothing there I didn't already know. When I saw a recipe titled Ginger Mango Tuna Pasta Salad and, <laughs> and, saw, the, <laughs> and saw the ingredients call for one navel mango zested and juiced, <laughs> I just shook my head. Obviously, they meant a navel orange or a navel mango doesn't exist and a mango can't be juiced or zested. Another recipe titled Lime Asparagus Spaghetti had no limes in the oh. ingredient list but did call for juice and zest of a lemon. Which made more since the, uh, which made more since than lime. Also, there are breakfast, lunch, dinner, and main chapters. But looking at the main chapter, it seems to just be more breakfast recipes. Overall, <laughs> very very disappointed. Find a different book. I love that review. It's so good. Uh, very. Uh, what a, they put? They put a little bit of effort. That's why. <laughs> it's just so wacky. Uh, another one. Uh, woman with eight. So the, the title of the book is called women with ADHD, the seven skills to be, to be developed in this life-changing guide for the Queens of distraction who now can thrive <laughs> in a world that hasn't, that wasn't designed for them. What a, what well, a, what a Buzzfeed hellscape that title is. <laughs> I feel like I've already read the book based on the title. This book is literally impossible to follow. You'll feel like you are going crazy while reading this. <laughs> I love that. You so you feel someone, like you <laughs> someone someone with ADHD was like, "All right, I've worked up. I I finally can do it. I could sit down and read this book. I believe in myself. I could do it." And they re and this is the book. This is the book. They, it's so sad. I feel like they would open it up, read it for two seconds, and go. <laughs> the the review continues within three pages of chapter one a single paragraph has been reused three times the introduction what? of the book starts with the, the introduction of the book starts with the exact same pages used in chapter one it then follows with what looks to be like a second draft of the introduction obviously no one proofread this or even reread it after writing what a waste of money i thought i was buying something helpful and i was so excited to start reading the, that excitement turned to frustration and confusion very quickly so that's that's a sad that's a sad one and i have one more one more review for you uh from book titled outdoor gas griddle foot cookbook 400 plus easy to make recipes for your outdoor gas griddle with pro tips and secrets from professional chef one star don't waste your money this book got 100 customer ratings yet there were zero customer reviews whatever that means 99 of the customer ratings were five star, which is obvious, which is remarkable since I th thought this book was obviously hastily prepared and sloppily put together with many of the recipes, in my opinion, not suitable for a flat top griddle. The author's favorite recipe must have been the sausage stuffed hash browns as he repeated it three <laughs> times, pages 735 and 73. He must have also had a good appetite as the serving size of recipe is one on pages seven and 35. 
using 10 pieces of bacon and a half pound of sausage. (laughs) (laughs) Hungry boy, hungry boy. By page page 73, the same recipe is able to serve six. His second Mm. favorite recipe must have been the ingredients, as this appears on pages 245 and 247. The table of contents slash index is nearly useless as it's simply a chronological list by page number of the recipes in no special order. To find a recipe, it is about as fast to thumb through the 332 pages to find what you want. My favorite recipe is the Wagyu Smash Burger, page 328. Instructions say to place the pork balls on the griddle as the definition <laughs> of Wagyu beef changed. Then it top it all off, you are you are to smother the Wagyu burger, burger in chili. Isn't that like adding orange juice to <laughs> to Cristal Champagne? I would give this one star, though. The cover photography is done in vivid colors, depicting what results you may expect from your Blackstone griddle. So, okay. all that being said, I was astounded when doing this research at how I would not have guessed at first blush that this was a scam. Looking at the page. I well, I said I responded to my I responded to my friend being like I don't blame you for buying this book because it looks real like they've actually put an effort into the product page the description mm. looks real there are pictures there are reviewers like it's it's very interesting to me how high quality it is and also the 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 range and variety of topics it's not like it's about one thing it seems like they've just slapped together any information on anything they can find on the internet how to cook, cook, a lot of cookbooks, cookbooks seem like the easiest you can scrape blogs for recipes smack them into a cookbook and offer to print it for somebody for 20 bucks like yeah that's the easiest scam there is out there that's insane uh yes. and how to's for dummies I, I don't really know that anybody's out here buying these uh nft books if you're dummies. i don't for dummies for like, dummies oh my <laughs> son dummies. told me that i should invest in crypto i guess i'll get a book off of the amazon for it just so when you're you know advice to the listener if you're out there looking for a book i would say that the the main thing to look out for look for the author do a do the tiniest bit of research on the author and you'll find immediately like that's that's the most obvious red flag here yes authors want to promote themselves they want to be visible they want you to find their product and if they're invisible on the internet that's likely a sign that something is amiss they put a lot of thought into this to make it convincing. Yes. I think I think the titles sounded, at least a few of them sounded kind of realistic. Somewhat legit, yeah. Somewhat legit. They have covers. The chapters seem like it's not totally random. It's not like, right. hello, would you like a recipe for de lunch? <laughs> yeah. Like the, <laughs> they're, they're doing lunch main like right, things. Right. But then you get to the thing. Do you... Th- I, do you think it's written by a bot, like the recipes themselves, or do you think it is somebody who does not speak English or has a, a tenuous uh, relationship with the language that is being paid yeah. a nickel to write this? Yeah, I think I think the second one. I think hmm. they're, uh, I would say it's like written by somebody who maybe English is their second language, like, but they have a pretty good grasp over it. And then mm. I would bet you that all of the front Amazon pages, like the store pages, are done by people who are actual native English speakers. That's what would be my guess. Mm. And then the products yes. themselves are slapped together by 
I don't know, whoever, it doesn't really make a difference. The product, the product out of all of this is not even really, it is the weakest part of this formula. Like the product is the immediate indicator to anybody who looks at it that this is a fake. Like they're not trying to pass the product as real. Well, the, the, by the time you get the product, they already have your money. You have your money. Exactly. So, right. So the whole scam is like, get them through the entrance gate and then it doesn't matter what you send them. As long as you send them something, then they'll probably not request an, uh, like a refund on it because then they have to admit that they got scammed. Yeah. Inter- that's very interesting because there's different levels of scams. The um, I heard an interesting about thing about the, uh, you know, when you get those like Nigerian prince emails, mm-hmm. like the, the, <laughs> the archetype of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard that they specifically write them in poor English or like make it ridiculous because if... If you're still in it then, then you are just a fool. Right. It can be taken advantage right. of. Right. This is a this is a deeper version. This is a deeper I version because they're only uh, asking to get like fifteen to twenty dollars out of you one time. They're not going for they're not going for this is a short con, not a long con, not a deep con. It's a short And it's not it's not total bots. It's like paying somebody right. a quarter to do a review. Like right. per word or whatever. Right. Which is very interesting. Yeah. So, anyways, a weird little little industry, a little scam industry on Amazon. Yeah, kind of reminds me of uh, on Steam, how like there's so every day just reskins of everything, like yeah. hundreds of uh, thousands yeah. Oh, of yeah. games, and it's just asset flips where they asset just like flips, take totally. stuff and then they put it in a game, and it's like terrible. It's a different version of that. One dollar. It's just a little sad to see like Amazon. I don't know. It is a in a marketplace where I go to look. I guess when I go on Amazon, I'm not just like browsing for random stuff. Like I go there with a product in mind already. But it's sad to see that like the review system on Amazon is failing so horribly. It's obvious that it's easy to gamify. Like it's immediately obvious when you think about it for even the hottest of second. But um, even when I shop, you know, when I shop, I I filter by by uh, review score as everyone does. Um, So it's not worth nothing in my in my shopping equation. Keep it in mind, everybody. Next time you look for Keep books, it in mind. yeah, yeah, totally. Always, always look out for uh, if it has like a few reviews that are all amazing. I feel like they need to throw in some like two stars. Yeah, right. To make it totally believable. Right. Because because I've never seen even like a gr- amazing product. I always see like one stars where it's like and it just says it sucked. <laughs> right. Like, but can you elaborate, <laughs> please? I want to see the one stars and know what the bad parts are. But. All right, that is a scam I did not know about, but now I do. And now all of you do, our fine listeners. We had a very deep dive episode, conspiracy episode. Conspiracy episode, one for the very ages. Very factual. This is, this is weird. We did a lot of research. Why do we, <laughs> we don't normally <laughs> do a lot uh, of research. I don't know. Okay, next time, no research. New rule. No research. Okay, so improv. All, right, all, right. all yeah, improv. Yeah, yeah. Where is it? We yes, we're that. playing yes and the whole next time. Yes and thank you for listening to this episode of Segment City. If you have any segments, if you have any books that you got scammed from on Amazon, or if you have any conspiracies that you want to talk about, or you want us to talk about, really, send it to segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com. Hit up our Twitter, at Segment City, our YouTube, Segment City, and we would love to give a big thank you to a certain person. It's no conspiracy that we are thankful to Rachel Robinson. Thank you, Rachel. She does our entry music. She's wonderful. And we like to she thank is. her all the time. She does a lot of great stuff, a lot of great music. Now we're going to end 
with our new ending. Well, not new. We've been doing this for a couple of episodes now. But we've been ending with the list of unusual deaths. This is from 455 BC. Mm -hmm. This is Aeschylus. According to Valerius Maximus, Aeschylus, the eldest of three great Athenian tragedians, tragedy, it it links to, so I guess he's an actor, um, was killed by a tortoise dropped dropped by an eagle that had mistaken his bald head for a rock suitable for shattering the (laughs) shell of the reptile. Holy shit. Oh my god, way to go to go. <laughs> Pliny in his Naturalis Historiae adds the Aeschylus had been staying outdoors to avert a prophecy that he had that he would be killed that day by quote by the falling of a house. Wow. Which is technically true. Turtles that live in there. That's a little turtle house. house. Yeah. That's gonna do it that's, for us. Please don't die by do don't die by <laughs> getting a rock or a turtle fall on your head by next time, because we're gonna want you to be listening with us. I don't think they could control that. You know what? Always be looking up. All right. Always be looking up. And always if be you looking see out, any birds always with, be looking up. with turtles, run. Also, don't be bald. Oh, don't they can't <laughs> get some Rogaine. Get some Rogaine out there. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye.